Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Welcome to the podcast for the week of January 9th into the new year we go. I'm Sheila Blanchet, your host and guide for this podcast. Thanks for joining me. Now, a phrase from this week's podcast poem is, So building fires requires attention. I'll give you the poem later on. I bring this in because we are ready to build some fires, my dears, in a really conscious and effective way. The big news of this week is the planet Mars goes forward after seeming to be retrograde for two and a half months, but a little bit more on that later. I'm going to start out Wednesday, January 11th, Mercury retrograde squares Chiron at 12 degrees of Capricorn Aries. Now this is the second of three of these exact cycles. And remember that we're looking at the planetary characters as archetypal energies and their mathematical relationship in the heavens mirrors something going on inside of our own hearts and in our world. Mercury is the communicator storyteller the one who carries our narrative. It currently is retrograde in Capricorn, has been so for a little over a week. And retrograde means, from our perspective on the Earth, the planet looks like it's going backwards in its orbit. It's not really, but it symbolically means there's a timeout with this character. And most of you who listen to any kind of astrology information, you're somewhat familiar with the dread of Mercury retrograde. That being said, What it's really asking us for these three-week periods when Mercury is retrograde is absolutely slowing down and taking a time out with our regular narratives. Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn right now, which is a grounded earth sign that wants us to have integrity, purpose, and appropriate responsibility. While Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn, the big challenge we have is to notice in our minds What are we taking responsibility for that's not ours to do? And flushing up a wounded potential Capricorn narrative, which is a fear-based control voice, a needing to control, a needing to have it all figured out, you know, and we want it right now. And it can be very toxic and painful. And yet the gift of a Mercury retrograde cycle is we get more familiar with how our mind is operating because we're trying to slow down if we can. Now, this is particularly important because Mercury is what we call squaring Chiron. Chiron is an interesting kind of planetoid comet creature in our solar system that is the wounded healer, shapeshifter archetype. And whenever it's present in a cycle, there's a deep call to healing. Now, Chiron is in Aries right now, which is a fire sign of about being true to your own uh, courage and your own ability to go forward and to go your own way with consciousness. 
Now, Chiron and Aries, it's been there for a number of years, is challenging us all to say, look at the wound of where you override your own individual knowing. You know, you deny yourself. But equally, the extreme of this is look at the wound of where you're unconscious and you're selfish and you're just running over everyone else with your own agenda. And the healing journey is saying, trust yourself, stand up for yourself, accept who you really are, stop trying to be somebody you're not, but do it with awareness and consciousness of everyone else. So Mercury Chiron, that combination really helps us to look at What's my narrative about my own woundedness? And is that woundedness causing me to be dominating and over-controlling? Now, this has been going on for a bit. The first time this cycle happened was December 20th of 2022, just in time for whatever holiday activity you were going into. And we'll have another Mercury Chiron cycle at the end of the month on January 27th. So we have about a five-week period where this is also a theme that we're looking at is watching my own impatient mind, Aries, a wound of Aries, and then I over-control because I'm frustrated, okay? Or watching where I'm unconsciously with my words or expression, trying to push people around, including myself. And the gift of a Chiron cycle is to say you get a hold of what's not working and what's painful, and you can lean into the healing. So Mercury Chiron says, catch those difficult, critical narratives about yourself or someone else or the pushiness and just go, whoa, 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 take a breath, slow down. Okay, what can I do right now that's congruent to who I really am? And can I let go of not having to do so much and overwhelm myself? You know, that favorite phrase in our culture is very, very appropriate for this cycle. You know, not my monkey, not my circus. Not my monkeys, not my circus. So you can kind of look at that. And then we have on Thursday, January 12th, Mars goes forward at eight degrees of Gemini after being retrograde since October 30th. And it went retrograde at 26 degrees of Gemini. And I'll just remind you, if you're a new listener, don't worry about the degree measurements in the zodiac wheel. If that doesn't make sense, do you just listen to the story about the, the archetypes? That will give you plenty to be uh, supported with, okay? Now, this is very big news because Mars is this active, young, advocate part of ourselves. It's like the warrior, warrioress, go get em type of character, and it likes to go. It does not like to be retrograde, which by its energetic presence is slowing things down. And Gemini, where Mars has been traveling, is the sign of ideas and communication and trying something different and experimenting and being adaptive. So the main challenge that we've had for the last two and a half months has been watching where we are feel thwarted and stuck and able to move forward. And then what kind of ideas and narratives show up? Again, we've got some focus here on healing our mind. But I've said to you with this Mars retrograde in Gemini, it's a great time out for you to be watching what battles are you fighting that are not yours to fight. And you get it. You're watching your mind and going, stop it. Stop worrying about this. Stop inserting myself, trying to rescue or fix something. It's not mine. Okay. Because the other thing that Mars retrograde cycle has helped us all do is track where we feel exhausted. And particularly because Mars is in Gemini, where we've been exhausting ourselves with our mental patterns. You know, what's that narrative you keep going back to? Where do you keep repeating the same old difficult 
mantras that you go, whoa, that's exhausting me. My mind is exhausting me. Let's stop. Okay. And the good news is that when Mars goes forward energetically, all that we have been sort of stopped cooking and stopped and then cooking with things, it's like the dam opens, you know, there's freedom to flow. And you might feel like a burst of energy coming in this week if you're sensitive. Again, it's not causal, but you're resonating with the Mars seeming to go forward in the heavens. So one of the best things you can do is pause this week and really identify what am I done with? What battles am I done fighting inside and out? Lay them down. Take some really courageous action to say, not mine. Give yourself some space, some breathing space. Don't pack in so much that you can't breathe and your life can't breathe, okay? Because there needs to be space and that's what the poem is going to honor. So it's the courage to have space in your life. It's the courage to build a fire going forward in your life that really will last and really be able to warm you and and be, bring something to the world. And then on Saturday, January 14th, Venus squares Uranus at 14 degrees of Aquarius Taurus. Now, Venus is the relational one, the lover, uh, the one connected to our values and what's important to us. Right now, this planet is in the sign of Aquarius, which is a sign that is about being eclectic and unusual and letting your freak flag fly. I got to do my own thing. And Venus, when this one is in Aquarius, it often represents that many of us are feeling restless a bit in our regular relationship patterns or what we're doing with our life. It's like, I need more space and freedom to be me. I want to be more quirky. I want to be more unusual. I want to kind of let my own uniqueness out more. And again, this is a, a repeated theme of you need more space, okay? It doesn't mean you have to fight anyone, including yourself, but it means you're looking at this. And then again, the square means it's a 90 degree pattern in the heavens with the planet Venus and the planet Uranus. Uranus is the maverick, the liberator, the one who wants to be a big change agent. It's in Taurus right now, and that's a funny place for it to be. It's a very necessary place for it to be, but it's a funny placement because here's the archetype of radical change and liberation, and let's kind of, you know, redo everything, expressing through a grounded earth sign that says, whoop, I got what I got, I'm holding on to it. So I have offered you, and many astrologers have offered you, that in these years that Uranus has been in Taurus, the deep challenge to radically redefine what real security is and certainly this goes with the times climate crisis you know inequalities with economics with resources we have to radically change it we know we do you know it's not fair and we our people need something different our world needs something different our creatures on the brink of extinction need something different our earth needs something different so this venus square uranus even though it's a short cycle you may feel it more personally but it's also the sign of the times it's a cycle of the times which is saying you know what my values venus they need to be more egalitarian and i need to be turning and facing the need for radical change with resource management what am I spending my time, my money, my energy on, my love on? And is it truly aligning with my core values and who I really am, Venus and Aquarius? Am I ready to break free of relationship patterns 
that are too small and too small for the other person or the other situation. So notice where there is this uh, juiciness at the end of the week that says, I got to do it differently. And I want to own my life differently so that I'm helping free myself and others. So that's also happening. So it's a very energetic week, my dear ones. And it invites you to be active, you know, to lean in. And uh, especially Mars going forward, you might really feel this sort of like, okay, the current's with me again. And then by next week, I'll be talking about this next week, Mercury goes forward after being retrograde. And it'll, it's many astrologers, myself included, are saying, actually, the new year is starting more like the middle of the month. Okay, it didn't start on January 1st. If any of you felt like I just can't quite get there, you're not alone. You're astrologically sensitive. So here, dear ones, is a wonderful poem for you to honor not only Mars going forward in Gemini after two and a half months, but also this Venus and Aquarius need for space. It's called Fire by Judy Brown. What makes a fire burn is space between the logs, a breathing space. Too much of a good thing too many logs packed in too tight can douse the flames almost as surely as a pail of water would. So building fires requires attention to the spaces in between as much as to the wood. When we are able to build open spaces in the same way we have learned to pile on the logs, then we can come to see how it is fuel and absence of the fuel together that make fire possible. We only need to lay a log lightly from time to time. A fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. There's a blessing poem for you, dear ones. May this week, as you align with the Mars going forward, may you be able to lay those logs lightly in your life so that there's some space so your flame that knows just how it wants to burn now can find its way. Thank you so much. As always, thank you for your continued support of this podcast. A big shout out to those of you at the end of the year who sent financial support. You can do that with a button in the show notes or on the homepage of my website on theedgesofchange.com. And thanks for your love and blessings. You don't need to send me money. You can, but you can just think about me with goodwill and I appreciate it. I also want to give you an opportunity to get some space in your life by joining me in an upcoming workshop Saturday, January 14th from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's called Unbind Your Mindset. Break the spell of colonial consciousness. I'm starting a series of four workshops this spring and early this year to help you lean in to release the hierarchical, critical, and toxic smallness of our accumulated and acculturated colonial mindset. I'm going to give you a focus this the one in January, is on the inner critic and how to break some spells of self-diminishment. If you're interested to join me, 
go ahead and go to my homepage on theedgesofchange.com on the header bar. You can sign up and get information right there. And there'll be three more coming. You can get information at that link. So bless your journey. And may you really feel that beautiful, sacred inner fire settling, getting space to burn just the way it wants to burn. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources are on theedgesofchange.com. Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.